Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. Uh, in our continuing supplier spotlight series, we welcome Mike DeRuzzo from Mega Magic. Welcome, Mike. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Not too bad. Uh, Mike, you've been a member of uh, uh, of ours for quite a while, and you've wowed our crowds at our conferences and, and stuff like that. What does it mean for you to be a FIO member and, and to be a part of our suppliers network? Well, it's been, uh, so far, a great experience. I mean, I've been a part of FIO for, I, I can't even remember how many years now, but it's always been... Uh, to me, very beneficial. I've met many great people along the way, many of which I still keep in touch with, friends, colleagues. So it's been a great experience. You know, I would say definitely one of the favorite organizations that I belong to. And and I noticed on your website, Mike, that uh, it's not just FIO that you're a partner with. You, you partner with many organizations. And, and talk, talk about the benefit of that. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of partnering with organizations, I think, you know, especially with what I do, it's important to sort of get out there and just be in front of as many different types of uh, people and programs as possible, simply because, you know, festivals are a big part of what I do. But I also perform at many different types of events, such as corporate events, theaters, performing arts centers, resorts, casinos. So I, I feel like the um, the more organizations and places that you're affiliated with, the better it is in the long term. And it's not always that instant connection, right? It's not that. I know we have a lot of entertainers or artists that come on board and you know expect to fill their calendar from at the conference. It's that networking, like you talked about, making those initial connections and 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 reconnecting along the way and. How long do you you figure it takes to to get some of those connections going and, and turn them into uh, paid gigs for yourself? Well, you know, it, it really depends. But I, I find, you know, with what I do, uh, you know, even with FBO as a great example, I've been attending the conference now for, I, I would say, six or seven years. And it's not, I don't expect, you know, many festivals bringing back year after year. But sometimes it's a one-off. You know, they're looking for something different. You know, a lot of festivals, tend to focus on music, but sometimes they're looking for, you know, more of a variety performance just to switch things up, and that's where I would come into play. I find that um, sometimes you get lucky and you may meet the right person at a conference and get a booking for that year, but, you know, I for the most part, I would say, you know, give it a few years to really get the ball rolling and build that relationship with, you know, the different uh, bookers and the people that are planning these festivals or events. And and Mike, do you you really um, your your programs are interactive and and are are they set up in advance with organizers or do you just sort of go with the flow of the event and and build something to their audience base or how, how does your process work there? Yes, yeah, so we always customize what we're doing and it is discussed in advance. Obviously, I mean for the most part, we offer an interactive program. So what I find is usually during a festival. Something that works really nice is doing some walk around or strolling magic. And that would be where I'm sort of walking around the festival grounds, performing some close-up magic, mind reading, mentalism. This is a nice way to just get everyone sort of excited for the event and a great way for me to personally meet all of the guests and then get people excited for a show. Uh, We also offer three different types of shows, anything from like an interactive magic and mind reading show to a full-scale grand illusion show so we've literally performed some of our shows at some of the feo festivals for up to ten thousand guests 
So, you, you know, the shows definitely play big with the wow factor. And I like what you were talking about with the walk around magic too. And you know what? It, and I think sometimes some of our organizers are, they, they forget about that overall experience, right? So it's not just what's happening on the stage that makes a great festival. It's, it's the overall experience. And when you can engage the audience one-on-one like you're talking about, you know, I, I think that's sort of an out-of-the-box thinking for, for a lot of our people. Oh, for sure. And it's a nice icebreaker, you know. It's not often that um, the actual people attending the festivals get to meet the performers because they're usually on stage and then that's it. But when you have the chance to actually walk around through the festival grounds, say, hey, you know, I'm here, we're doing a show, let me show you some close-up magic, it adds a really nice personal touch to it. Like right now, street magic or close-up magic, it's hot. I mean, with shows like America's Got Talent and, um, you know, all of these reality shows which showcase street magic, such as, you know, David Blaine, Chris Angel, it really made it popular and people love it. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, but um, what are some of your favorite FIO festivals that, you, that you're that a part of year in and year out? Uh, just, just share some of your stories from uh, the festival world. I won't ask you for the yeah, other way you know around. I, I find that all of the festivals have something different to offer, which is really cool. It's never like I'm going into the same place. But some festivals that I've really enjoyed working with over the years, the Burlington Children's Festival, lots of fun. I'll be back there this August. Um, the Peach Festival has always been a fantastic festival, well put together. I've been doing that one for a few years. And that's in Wyona? Uh, Wyona? Yeah. That, the Peach that's Festival? The in, yeah, exactly, yeah. Wyona. Really, I, I can't believe it. It's just got like hundreds of thousands of people there. <laughs> it's just fantastic. It's yeah. a great vibe. Another great one, I would say, would be the Mount Forest Fireworks Festival. Um, we did that one for a couple of years, and it's like literally just thousands of people in the park watching the magic show. It's just, you hear a pin drop. It's amazing how engaged they are, you know, and it's not a music act that we do, which is really cool. And the provinces, it, it, it's such a large territory. Do you get into the northern regions and... Um, I haven't really focused on the northern regions, but I do travel uh, literally, I mean, across Ontario, but we also go across Canada, the U.S., was in Asia, in China doing shows, in the Middle East and Qatar. So magic's great because it sort of transcends that cultural and language barrier because it can be so visual. So it can really be performed anywhere, which is really nice. Mike DeRuzzo from Mega Magic is our guest today on FIO on the Air. Back in just a minute with Morph. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to FIO on the Air. Mike DeRuzzo from Mega Magic joins us. Mike, you, you, your um, toolbox is quite vast, and, and, and uh, I understand you do a lot of corporate work. Do you, your shows, do you, like you said earlier, you customize them. Um, do you do advanced work with the, with the corporate gigs to get a real feel of their culture, or do you just sort of play off of what's happening in the room? 
So a lot of our shows, like I said, we do customize our shows and we perform at a lot of corporate events, anything from like a corporate awards gala to a conference. Um, we've done some really cool conferences along the way for some of the, you know, the top Fortune 100 companies in the world. But um, every, every show is a little bit different. A lot of companies sometimes are even looking for speaking and uh, they're looking for sort of a show, but with a motivational twist. So we can always customize something to fit within that, which is really nice. And again, with, you know, our corporate shows, sometimes they're looking for just something interactive with the guests, something to get the room laughing and, you know, just enjoying the night. And sometimes they're looking for a full production where we bring in our assistants, our grand illusions, and really make um, a spectacle, like a huge production of the, uh, the headline show. So if, if one of our audience saw you at a kid's party and then saw you at an adults-only corporate gig, would there be quite a difference? There would be a huge difference, yeah. So, I mean, our kids' shows, obviously, they're tailored more for kids. But I think, uh, you know, one of the nice things about Magic is that even if it's a kid's show, the parents or the adults would enjoy it as well. It's, you know, it's not one of those typical pull-a-bunny-out-of-a-hat Magic shows. It's something that um, it really is an experience, and anyone can enjoy it, whether you're two years old. Well, maybe not too, <laughs> too young. Anything is Magic at that age. But yeah. anything from, you know five years old to 80 years old it's great and I, I know it's hard to characterize but let's take dollars out of the equation is there a favorite audience that you have to pay for play in front of uh, you know assuming that everybody's paying the same amount of money um i you know what personally i love performing at larger events i love being in front of uh, you know thousands of people at festivals we have a show that we've been doing in niagara falls now for the past five years which has been a huge success we sell it out with about a thousand people a night at the uh, one of the FEO hotels, actually, that has a conference at the Sheridan on the Falls. Right. That's been a great run now for the past uh, five years. Um, we recently headlined Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, the MGM Grand. Uh, last week we were in Utah doing a big show. So these kind of shows are really cool because they just they're proper stages. It's uh, it's really a pleasure to perform at these kind of venues. And how much work for you would be derived from one of those shows? Say, you, say you're doing something at the Sheridan and Niagara Falls. Like, would you pick up bookings out of that event? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I find from everything that I do, there's always people. You know, one thing leads to another. Uh, people that enjoy the show will call me up, and you know, whether they're having a private event or a company event, I'll get calls from that. But um, with a show like in Niagara, I'm basically there for two weeks at a time. Sometimes we do two shows a day, but I basically have the stage. It's completely set up, so I'm, you know, I don't have to load in, load out. Everything's set to go. We have a crew there from anything from the audio-visual to the lighting, the music. We have projection screens where we broadcast the show with a live-eye camera for some of the close-up effects. So it really is like a... Um, a full production theater show, which is really nice. And I love doing those kind of shows. When you talked about your walking around the audience, you know, I think that's the, that, that's the real key for artists is that audience connection. And, you know, country music um, artists are great for that. I mean, their fans are re really important to them in getting out and getting that one-on-one uh, -on -one experience really lends to building an audience. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, sometimes, obviously, if you're in a show, you can't be doing walk around magic but now with technology and being able to 
you know, take a video camera and project it on big screens adds a really nice touch with that close-up magic feel where I can literally go into the audience of a thousand people during a show and still do a close-up card trick or some close-up magic where we just broadcast it via the screen. So that adds a really nice personal touch as well, I find. And magic, um, it's it seems like it's easy, not easy to do, but I mean, a really good magician makes it seem easy, right? And it's not. And I know that because if you see some of the people that don't do it well, you know, you can see the blunders and the hand gestures and everything else. Of course. Else. There's but, definitely, you know, there's, <laughs> it, it does take practice. You know, there's a lot of practice being a magician, doing close-up magic, um, obviously the dexterity, the sleight of hand, which is not easy. But there's also a lot of, showmanship behind stage performances where you have to be able to engage an audience of all ages which uh, you know that definitely takes experience and practice and i guess for you part of the that uh, large scale um and and some of the stuff you do do you need the cameras all the time to be able to um to project everybody no, in the room or, not. or uh, you just adjust you know, your act accordingly yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it adds to the production value of a show, but it's certainly not necessary, you know, especially with festivals where they're primarily outdoors. It's hard to build in a projection screen and a live eye camera. So we don't do that all the time in a festival, but we, you know, a lot of our illusions will still play big for a larger audience and it'll still have that wow factor even without any of that. That's just a nice added touch, uh, assuming you have the right venue to perform that in. So, chance to plug yourself, Mike. Uh, anybody that's listening and wants to get more information or, or even better book you for a date, what, what would the process be? So, I mean, you can check out my website. The website is megamagic.ca, or you can give me a call at any time, and uh, I'd be happy to discuss some different options and it would work well with whatever the event may be. And we'll have a direct link to your website on our SoundCloud page uh, for anybody that's listening. The, the connection will be there. We'll be back in just a minute with Mike DeRuzzo from Mega Magic. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with Theo on the air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to Theo on the Air. We've got another one of our supplier spotlights here. Mike DeRuzzo from Mega Magic has joined us. Mike, um, you've been a, a performer of the year many times over at Theo. Um, you know, our audience is always uh, mesmerized by your show. What does that mean for you to be to get an award from an organization like us? Well, it, it truly is an honor. I, I mean, anything, um, you know, that shows off the hard work that you've done is it's great and it's nice to be recognized you know for your hard work and especially in entertainment a lot of entertainers go unrecognized for their work so it definitely it's an honor to win an award like performer of the year and and as a longtime supplier for uh feel 
you're, you've branched out a little bit with your organization as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, over the past few years, um, we also started a talent agency where we book out other performers and award-winning entertainers, anything from not just magicians, but we have uh, mentalists, illusionists, hypnotists, circus acts, uh, music acts, a whole variety of entertainers. I found we were doing so many different types of events that you know they were always looking for different types of entertainment and being in the business now for the past 15 years, I've had the chance to work with so many amazing performers that uh, this is how our talent division sort of expanded out. So Mega Magic is really a one-stop shop. You could customize a, a total experience for your customer. Absolutely. Uh, we do a ton of different events where you know we're booking either stage performers, strolling performers, music acts, um, uh, next week, we're doing the CIBC National Conference. We have a ton of different entertainment at that. So it really is a one-stop shop, and it makes things easier for the person booking or the planners of an event or a festival. And Mike, for you, is is your work seasonal, or um, are you busy all year round? You know what? Uh, it is completely busy from all year round. There's always something going on. I mean, obviously, summer is busy for festivals, but then um, come November, December, it's all the year-end holiday parties for corporate events. Uh, now is our busy conference season. Then throughout, we also do a lot of theaters and performing arts centers. So that eats up usually when we go on tour sometimes. So the year is always pretty booked. And that's great to hear for, you know, we like to make sure that our suppliers are getting value for their money and and, and certainly um, growing your business like you have and, and, and being booked year-round is, is a great success story uh, in the province of Ontario. Of course. Um, Mike yeah, DeRuzzo sure. from Mega Magic has joined us. Uh, thank you, Mike. Um, any last words before we uh, part our ways? No, Dave, you know, it's just like, like I said, it's been a, a great being a part of FBO for all of these years, and it definitely has value. I'd highly recommend it really to anyone that's looking to, you know, just get exposure or get a foot within the festival or event industry in Ontario. I think it's a great platform and uh, been definitely beneficial for myself. So highly recommend it to others. Well, we appreciate you being a supplier. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Dave. If you have an idea that you'd like to see us uh, touch on on FIO on the Air, drop us a line, Dave at Festival and Events Ontario, and we'd be happy to help you out. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to FIO on the Air. Thanks for listening to FIO on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario.